0: This week, I want to talk about Yes, with a track off their much maligned 1994 album Talk. This is Endless Dream. Choosing a Yes track for the show was not easy. Uh, There have been so many iterations of the band over the years. They've had almost 20 members come and go, and you can get into all sorts of religious wars with people over what the true Yes lineup was. Frankly, I, I never bought into any of that. I like it all. As long as Chris Choir was present, it was yes as far as I was concerned. Sure, they've had some albums that I like better than others, but there's no particular lineup of members that I prefer over another per se. They made good music pretty much throughout all their history. So I'm coming to this discussion of Endless Dream fully aware that Talk is probably not anyone's favorite Yes record. If you remember what was going on with the band at that time, they had just come off their Union album and tour, which was a huge marketing ploy to basically bring the classic lineup together with the newer, much more popular Trevor Rabin-led lineup. It, it was meant to please everybody, and it was an amazing tour. The album, though, maybe not so much. Clearly, they had just taken what would have been the next New Yes lineup album and tossed in a couple of Anderson, Bruford, Wakeman, Howell tunes to make one giant, unbalanced compilation, and rumor has it that tour was kind of rocky as far as all the members getting along and such. But any fan of the old Yes would have assumed after that big reunion that the next Yes project would continue in more of the classic vein. The old gang had been reunited, so to speak, and everyone wanted to know what they'd put together next. But instead, the producers made a more logical, practical business decision and continued with the Trevor Rabin lineup instead. After all, the Rabin album sold way more copies than any of the older Yes records to date, so why not keep the more popular version of the band going? Recently, I heard that Rick Wakeman was slotted to stay on and play keyboards on Talk, but they couldn't work out the contracts or something like that. I have a hard time imagining this album, actually, with Wakeman on keys. I think it would have been a very different record. Long story short, the record label underestimated the old school fans' desire to hear the old yes do something new, so Talk ended up being somewhat of a flop. Later, a producer said of Talk that it was a really great album that came out at the wrong time, though I'm not sure what other time would have been better, to be honest. Trevor Raven, for his part, has said he was very proud of his time and work in Yes, but that he regrets that they called it Yes. If they had stuck with the original band name, Cinema maybe, or some other name, he would have gotten a lot less flack from fans of the earlier versions of the band. He's probably right about that. If we just had this band Cinema, and that had Alan White, Chris Squire, Trevor Rabin, and some guest vocals from John Anderson for a few records, people probably would have been more likely to accept that as something different. Like I said, I think this is all pretty ridiculous. The music they made with Rabin is great. He's an amazing musician. The vocal harmonies were never better than when Rabin, Squire, and Anderson were singing together, and some of the songs may be a bit dated now, as most 80s and early 90s music is, but they're still pretty complex, very progressive tunes, and they always had great production values. Anyway, Endless Dream is the final track on the final album of the Trevor Rabin era of Yes, and as such, I think it marks something of an important moment in the band's history, and I also happen to think it's a masterpiece, which is why I'm choosing it for this week's show. The song is divided into three parts. I consider them one track, though on CDs it was split up into three. So while you may accuse me of cheating and and actually doing three tracks this week, it really is one piece of music. It would be kind of silly to listen to any one of these tracks standalone without the other two. Part one, Silent Spring, starts out with this cool piano bit. I've read that technically the piano part is in 15-8 time. I've never tried to count it. Personally, once the drums kick in, I find it much easier to count the entire intro in a slower 5-4 time. No matter what the madness ensues, you just keep counting to five and everything lands on the downbeat okay. And speaking of drums, Alan White is just a monster player. He may not have been Yes's first drummer, but he was in the band far longer than any other members. Uh, Chris Squire technically was the only member to play on every Yes record, but Alan White is on the vast majority of the records, and he's an underrated player. His style is very different from Bill Bruford. It's way more aggressive, and in this tune in particular, that's very evident. He's smacking the crap out of his drums on this, and I just love what he's playing. He's driving this entire first part of the song. All of Silent Spring is instrumental, and it has several parts, but once it gets going, it's pretty nonstop, just an all-out assault on your senses, and I love every minute of it. The way the band is locked in, not playing anything extremely difficult, but just in perfect sync, and the odd time throws you for a loop the first couple of listens. It's everything I like about Trevor Rabin Error, yes. Once the initial attack is over, we break back down to piano, and we move to part two of Endless Dream, the longest section, called Talk. Raven starts off on vocals with a few verses along with the piano and some synths. And then about two minutes into part two, we're finally introduced to the main theme sung by John Anderson. Holding off on bringing John Anderson until now was really great writing. It signals that this melody is going to be important. We're laying it down here only once for future reference. And Anderson just sounds great on this melody, classic vocal performance from him, one of my favorites. And then, with a the big organ swell, we ramp it up again with Alan White smacking his drums for about eight measures. And that forms a bridge into this cool next part, which is this guitar-effecty multi-layers of Raven guitar making some really cool noises. <laughs> and then we get to the vocals beautiful harmonies, exactly what we expect from this iteration of the band and we build up into the drums entering again i have to point out again alan white's great playing here some really tasty syncopated snare and kick drum patterns but with such aggression such absolute power we go back again to the transition part, this time bringing us back to the main theme with the full band. I love the introduction of Chris Squire's vocal parts, blending with Anderson here. It's the time it. it's like was calling, calling and then we get another break, some keyboard pads, and we come all the way back down dynamically. And then they reintroduce the original piano theme from Silent Spring, but just a little hint of it as we get some cool classic octaves on the guitar from Raven, kind of a nice minor melody going on there. You can hear so much this track has. Rabin's fingerprints all over it. Evidently Chris Squire contributed less to the writing on this album on purpose so that Rabin and Anderson could collaborate more than they had in the past. John Anderson in the past couple of records with Rabin had basically just been brought in to do some extra vocals, just add layers on top of already existing tunes. But on this album, they really wanted Anderson to contribute more. But the musical arrangement here to me sounds all Rabin as far as I can tell. I wouldn't be surprised if he even played all the keyboards on this track. And then we get a big explosion back to the full band, transitioning yet again to the connective bridge, which swings us back to the main theme. And this begins what I like to call an epic series of modulations. Three and a half minutes, basically, of modulating themes. The music starts out as the main theme, but the vocal part is changed. We don't get the main melody, just some call and answer between Squire, Raven, and Anderson. And then the first modulation brings us to a new theme, the take your time part. The song will end on that theme eventually. the time they come around to the endless dream vocal at the end of that part and they modulate up again on the word dream that always gets me for every time never fails so perfectly executed because- And then again, with Anderson singing Bring Me Back Again, we transition to yet another theme and yet another key. And then out of the solo, of course, another modulation back to the When the World Brings You Down part. And that brings us to the end of part two. But of course, the transition to part three, which is just called Endless Dream, gives us one final modulation back down into the Take Your Time theme. We have a drum machine rhythm going, mostly keyboards, and more glorious, huge choir vocals. So your Look I love the little bit on the for you will find part in this section. They sing and play an alternate transition chord there on the will, so great. Oh. And then when the final vocal has been sung, we get a keyboard theme. It's actually from an earlier part of the album. Some of the guitar effects from the talk section fade in and out. And the song just sort of peters out in a quiet way with some computerized noise. Really killer production. This is such a great piece of music and so underrated, I'd put the last three and a half minutes of the modulating madness against most of Yes's other tunes as far as composition and performance go. Just brilliant stuff. Shortly after the tour of Talk, Rabin and Tony Kaye would leave the band and not return, so this is Rabin's final scene, if you will, in the Yes story. Another interesting thing to note with this album, Talk was one of the earliest records to have been made on hard drives instead of digital tape. They were using an early version of Digital Performer, and evidently they had the developers from Motu feverishly pushing out updates to keep up with the demands of the recording process. And that explains some of the experimentation with effects and keyboard layering we're hearing here. They were suddenly able to do things they could never do before, but at the same time, the computer was so limited compared to what we have now in Pro Tools and other types of apps like Logic, it must have been exciting but frustrating all at once. This is an early signal of what was going to be possible as technology and music merged into the coming decades, but I've always felt it's kind of appropriate for a great program like Yes to be on the forefront of this kind of technological revolution. So I encourage you to pick up this album, give it a listen, if you skipped over it last time because you were an old school purist who wanted a new record with Howe and Wakeman and Bruford, or even if you just gave it short shrift at the time and forgot about it as many others did, I think you'll be surprised by some of the songs on this record, particularly this final track. Thanks for tuning in to The Weekly Listen. Subscribe to this show via Apple's iTunes or wherever it is you'd like to get your podcasts. iTunes ratings are always helpful too, and I'd appreciate it if you'd share the show with your friends. Apple Music and Spotify links to today's track can be found in the show notes. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash theweeklylisten and become a patron. Your support will go a long way to helping me keep the show going. Speaking of support, I want to give a shout out to my executive producers on this episode, Alec and Kevin. Thank you. You helped make this show possible. If you want to learn more about how you can become an executive producer on the show, go to patreon.com slash the weekly listen. If you have any comments, suggestions, or you just want to chat with your fellow listeners about the music, you can reach out on micro.blog at the weekly listen. I encourage everyone to join the conversation. Thanks. And we'll be back next week with more music.